our very own Tony Rigsby. Tony uh, is live from Arizona this morning, where he has been the last couple of months for his other job as a PA announcer for the Arizona Fall League. Tony, how warm is it out in Arizona right now? It's not very warm right now, Rob, here in uh, Phoenix this morning. Our temperature right now is at 57 degrees. Uh, Yesterday, our high was only 84. This was two weeks ago. We were having uh, highs of 107 every day. But uh, it's really feeling like fall right here now. It almost came on cue just uh, around the start of the World Series. So. The fall classic brought some fall weather with it. <laughs> well, you were at last night's Game 3 of the World Series, Texas Rangers uh, beating the Arizona Diamondbacks. H- how was it last night? Well, I tell you, the atmosphere was just uh, tremendous. As the ballpark was packed, of course, with the uh, sellout crowd. But the entire valley, uh, which is Phoenix and all the surrounding communities like Scottsdale, Tempe, and Glendale, uh, they have so embraced the Diamondbacks in this improbable uh, visit to the World Series this year. Basically, Phoenix has been a Suns town. The uh, Phoenix Suns were the first major league team here coming into the NBA back in the 1960s. So the talk here has always been Suns so much, but the Suns had their first home game a couple of nights ago, and nobody was talking about it at all because the Diamondbacks have so taken over the uh, community right now, and uh, this World Series, Rob, when you look at it, who would have thought in spring training either the Diamondbacks or the Texas Rangers to be here? Two teams that um, have had uh, just a lot of struggles over the last few years, and the fact that both are here uh, is just an amazing thing and has brought about the, so much interest in part of the community. You see Diamondback signs every place around uh People are talking baseball here, and that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, explain to our listeners how significant it is that Arizona is in this year's World Series. Well, this is only their second World Series in their history. They went; they were the fastest team ever to win a world championship after being formed. Their first year in existence was 1998, and they won the World Series in 2001 against the New York Yankees. But they haven't been back since. They haven't even been postseason since 2017 until uh, this year. So it is a huge deal for the Diamondbacks. Uh, there are a lot of problems with Chase Field, the ballpark in downtown Phoenix. They uh, need major repairs, and there has been a struggle to get the money for that. This probably will help that a lot because uh, the uh, governmental authorities are seeing now what uh, the major league baseball team can mean to Phoenix and. Uh, just the amount of money that's coming into the community because of this series is phenomenal. So that'll help them a lot. And uh, for the Diamondbacks, uh, they're calling them the answerbacks now here because uh, they've come back so many times. They thought they were going to do it last night. Last night was an unusual World Series game in these days. Uh, basically a pitcher's battle, just a 3-1 game that was under three hours. And how long has it been since you've seen many World Series games under three hours? Yeah. Uh, but the Texas Rangers, uh, proving they are for real with their uh, soon-to-be Hall of Fame manager, Bruce Boshi, too. And uh, the Rangers, basically, uh, Corey Seager has been on fire this uh, postseason. His home run uh, made the difference last night for the Rangers. Arizona and Texas, both of those teams, what was it, just two years ago, both those teams had like 100 losses. That's right. And now they're in the World Series together. 
Exactly. And uh, the Rangers have spent a lot of money on the players like uh, uh, Seeger and Max Scherzer and also on the Nathan Evaldi and Jacob DeGrom, who couldn't even play this year after they uh, they picked him up. But the difference for them has been Bruce Boshi. When they lured him out of retirement to be manager, it was an immediate turnaround this year. And uh, heaven knows, we've seen what he can do. He's, this is the third team he's taken to the World Series, taking the Padres and taking the San Francisco Giants there. It's just a matter of time until he's in the Hall of Fame. But you really got to salute the job he has done and their general manager, Chris Young, too. Uh, just like with the Diamondbacks, Tori Lovello, uh, he's he stuck it out, and he credits uh, a lot of the difference for the Diamondbacks this year. Uh, uh, his new bench coach, uh, Jeff Bannister, who is a former Carolina Mudcats manager for many years ago. Tony, you've been talking about how that area, you know, Phoenix and the surrounding areas, the whole state of Arizona has been talking about the Diamondbacks and, oh my gosh, you know, our team is in the World Series and supporting them. And I'm sure the same thing for Arlington and the Texas Rangers. But the thing is, you have two unlikely teams in the World Series this year, and we got a report yesterday that said Game 1 of this World Series was the least-watched World Series opening game ever. So i got to ask you, you, because you're the baseball guru, is it good or bad when you have two unlikely teams going head-to-head for the World Series. Is that good or bad for baseball to have something like this? Well, it's both, if that makes any sense, uh, Rob. It's bad from the standpoint of uh, national TV ratings because if you don't have the Dodgers or the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Cubs involved, you're not going to get a lot of that national audience. But it's good for baseball in those communities, and uh, it's good for the, the game itself and the storylines of it, but it's not going to get you the national TV ratings that when you have those teams. I mean, if uh, Major League Baseball could pick who is going to win, you didn't have to do it on the field, then you would have either the Yankees or the Red Sox from the American League or the Cubs or the Dodgers from the National League in there every year because they are the ones with that drawing power and, and the national following. So it's not good for baseball from that standpoint, but it's really good for baseball from the competitive standpoint and for baseball in those communities because it just re-energizes the sport, and that's good for it overall. Our very own Tony Rigsby, live from Arizona, went to Game 3 of the World Series last night uh, doing his other job, PA announcing the Arizona Foley. Tony, when when are you coming back? When will we be back in studio here at WPTF? You will see me uh, on Tuesday, a week after next. Okay, coming up in a couple and, uh, weeks. It'll be nice. As a matter of to- fact, I've, I've got the championship game on uh, Saturday night, and I'll be back in uh, the area on Monday, and I'll be back at the uh, station on Tuesday. That sounds that great. Week. All right, one last question for you, Tony. It's been our uh, poll question on the Facebook page. We're going to talk about this in the roundtable coming up soon. Uh, we want to get your take. Give us your top five, maybe top three Halloween candies and chocolates. Well, M&M's are always number one. Regular M&M's, number one. Peanut M&M's are number two for me. And then number three for me uh, would probably be a Milky Way. Oh, Milky Way. I haven't seen that one on anyone's list yet. I like that. All right, Tony Rigsby, thank you so much. We're excited to have you back here in Raleigh in a couple of weeks. Thanks so much. Take care. Thank you, Rob. See you in a couple of weeks.